you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Fingers, Fingers on, on Buzzers. It's, we're getting quite dark. We're going dark this week. We're, we're going we're into the, the dark night of the quizzing the soul underbelly. and thinking of the times we should have won. Someone else did. Yes, our quizzing nemesis. Nemesis. A quizzing nemesis could be a person or it could be a topic. It could be a particular quiz show. Well, I tell you what I've got is some types of question. Oh. So later on, I'm going to talk about my quiz nemesis, and I think we might even be speaking to him. <gasps> Rob Deering. Oh, even oh. the name strikes. <laughs> oh. Rob Bloomin' Deering, who stole The Weakest Link from me. Rob Unendeering. Yeah, quite. Rob robbed me. Yeah. Something, yeah, yeah, all of that. All of that. But um, <laughs> I was going to talk about... Because, I mean, we have our nemesis subjects, obviously, don't we? Yes. So for me, it's anything sport. Mm-hmm. Um, what's yours? Um, mental arithmetic is my <gasps> genuine nemesis. Oh, I didn't... I've got Just because I, I, I panic. Yeah. I know I can do it. Yeah, but just if you said right, what's twelve times four? I go, 
Yeah. Um, I know because my kids are learning their times tables at the moment and I feel the panic when I'm quizzing them and I'm like, it's all the, it's your weird sort of, you know, seven sixes and I'm like, oh, you know, it's just any, anything mid table. Yeah. 42, isn't it? I was quite pleased that the 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 other week I'm still um, not sure. I was on one of the one of the drunk trains from Manchester to Bolton. Hey, <laughs> me, and my sister, me and my sister have been to the theatre, and yeah, I hadn't quite realised how many people would spot me immediately. Oh my gosh! <laughs> including yes. a very drunk bloke who tried. He was like, "Vixen, got on for you. You won't know this. Vixen, Vixen, Jay, Jay, what's what's square in twenty five? And I just went, five. (gasps) She knew. She's good. Oh, she's good. She's good, this one. And I was even even doubting myself then, though. I thought, it can't be this easy. It can't be that easy. But then I realised he was that drunk that he thought that was a difficult question. Oh, bless. Drunk man on the train. He's not your nemesis. Um, No, no. I I feel like I've got several nemeses out there and I don't really wish to bolster their confidence by identifying them by name i'll just fester over them well i might have a little surprise for you later in the show i'm saying nothing is it is it a quiz on formula one that's that seems to be my nemesis i'm not gonna tell you what it is like like i'm gonna give you a quiz on formula one my my question about formula one is what do they drive in rum rums yes (laughs) what's the point that's my question about formula one and i think there's no right answer to that Um, I was going to talk about nemesis questions. You know, sometimes you get a question and Mm. I've categorised a few of mine. The too much information, right? Okay. So I will sometimes get a question and because I just cannot process the amount of words that are involved, Mm. I will get it wrong. I'll give you an example. In family relationships, what four-word term is used to describe a child of the child of a first cousin of either of one's parents in relation to oneself? Right? Right. See, that to me is a question that if you'd said, what is your cousin's child called, Mm. right? I'd probably go, oh, it's like a second second cousin, second cousin, second cousin once removed, Um, which is the answer to this one. So a child of the child of a first cousin of either of one's parents, that is your second cousin once removed. Yeah. Because they're one generation younger than you. I would have need I would and need to your... read that question written down and draw a little diagram because that was far too complex. Yeah, so that's the kind of thing that if you get that in a say in a TV quizzing situation, oh, that's that's not fair. Then you're kind of lost. Yeah. yeah. So those are the kind of questions that I hate getting. Yeah. Those TMIs, too much information. Yes. Another kind of question is the false hoper, <laughs> right? Which is where. Because I have very little knowledge about some things, if I think, oh, there's a clue in there, then sometimes I'll just give a wild guess. So the example of this one I've got is, which two grounds in England have hosted an England football international, an FA Cup final and a cricket test match? Hmm. Right. And I think from that, I would go, oh, football and cricket, that's going to be Old Trafford, right? It's not. No, they're two different places, the cricket ground. Yeah, exactly. Right, you, you know that. Look yeah. at you looking at me like idiot. But yeah, <laughs> I hear Old Trafford. I see one place. I have no idea. I've been to both. I still see them as one place, right? So the answer to that is... The Oval. The Oval is one of them. And... And the other one. You see, the other one I would never get in a million years. And I would think I had it because I would have gone. I would have probably gone for the Oval and Old Trafford. Yeah. So that's what I would have... Go on, what's the other one? It's Bramall Lane. Wow. Yeah, right? 
But you know, no, that's that's really that's a really clever one. It's a good but question. You've also you thought you were you were nailing it, yeah, and you'd only and I really nailed wasn't. it. And I yeah, so false hope. The, yeah. the question where you think I've got a really good chance of getting yeah. this, but actually you don't. Um, the overthinker. Mm. So this is oh. the one now, not oh. so bad in a uh, TV quizzing situation. You tend to go with your gut and you're under pressure, but in a pub quiz situation. Yeah. And I think this is the ultimate overthinker. So we've all been in that situation, haven't we? Where you're in a pub quiz, you say your gut reaction and, and then, then you, you talk oh, yourself oh, out. Oh, maybe yeah, you've got the rest of the round to think about yeah, it. Yeah, mm. oh, actually. Um, but this one, I think, is a classic of the genre. Which number has been described by mathematicians working in artificial intelligence at MIT as the least random number because it was the most common choice of respondents asked to select a number between 1 and 20? Right. Now, I swear to you, I read that question and I thought of the right answer and then I took myself out of it. But just, you know, just go for it. What's the... Think of a number between 1 and 20. 7. Ah, oh, 17. Oh, 7. There were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's that's another kind of quizzing nemesis for me, especially in the pub quiz. It's according to a recent survey... Yes, I, yes, um, yes. Unless you've literally read that survey in a newspaper that day. Yeah. It can be so vague. That's true. That is true. Yeah, what's uh, what's, what's everyone's least favorite chore? Yeah, what's yeah, what's what's Britain's favorite sandwich? Yeah, right. yeah, what's prawn cocktail? Isn't it? Is it still prawn cocktail? Is it, it BLT these days? <laughs> 17 and prawn cocktail. Those are the only <laughs> answers I'm going to take. Um, and then there's the other the, the other type is the, the drifter off, which is where I get a question and I do know the answer, but I just drift off because the setup is so boring yeah. or complicated. So those are a few of my least favourite types of question. Mm. But if the listeners do have any other contributions they wish to make either your quiz nemesis person someone who has wronged you in quiz like rob deering or um i mean i've got loads ed byrne he's on the list yeah from the revolution Dave gorman frank skinner i mean mostly comedians that's the problem they're all my colleagues because we're always on the specials together um yeah come the revolution rob deering be very afraid so yeah if you've got anything you want to contribute to the discussion then feel free to add it in the comments your quiz nemesis so on the line now we have my quiz nemesis (gasps) boo hiss it's rob dear lovely rob deering hello nemesis (laughs) <laughs> you kind of undermined your whole nemesis thing being there with the lovely. I couldn't so keep it going. Yeah. Couldn't keep it going because I mean you're my nemesis, but we have also quizzed together. We've had some good times. We've had good times. We've had some bad times, and uh, yeah. I'm going to dwell. Well, can I just start off by reminding you of something that happened in 2007? <laughs> Not that I bear a grudge or anything, but uh, mm-hmm. it's over a decade mm-hmm. ago now, but I'm still raw from the Weakest Link Celebrity Special. Oh, yeah. And that now, was a special day. My memories of this were a little bit hazy. I remembered that we were on the Weakest Link. I remembered you won. And I was thinking, oh, I don't really remember that much about it. I'll just go on YouTube and see if there's any, you know, by any chance, if there's some footage from it. And luckily, oh my goodness, somebody uploaded all the best bits of the Weakest Link celebrity special featuring Rob Deering. And that person was... Rob Deering. Oh, yes, that's that quite lovely. a Rob Deering-centric video. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. It's your path from the beginning of The Weakest Link to your eventual victory. And, uh, it, I mean, it's a brilliant video because there's the last bit 
it's just you saying random words that were your correct answers. We don't even hear the questions. We just see you win, win, winning. Um, yeah, it's just like, you know, umbrella, scaramouche. <laughs> it is, exactly. It's surreal and brilliant. Uh, so shall we, shall we go through the whole experience? Uh, yes, we started let's. off. And who was there? There was you, me, Frank Carson was there. I remember that was... Aww. Yeah, I think Frank Carson being there was really fantastic for the whole show, actually. Yeah. Because one of the things that Anne Robinson went for was to, um, you know, classic kind of entry-level heckler stuff, like tell us a joke. And I think if you say that to most comedians of, uh, you know, of a certain generation, you say, well, I don't really do that. Let's not bother. But because Frank Carson just kind of was just a constant joke. (laughs) To be fair, he only told jokes while he was awake. But um, uh, (laughs) it meant everyone... Everyone stepped up, didn't they? Everyone tried to have a joke. I know, and, and uh, we and had a good laugh, and you did something funny. very... So Anne did her, oh, well, you seem to be clever, Mr Deering, but can you be funny as well? And what did you do? I did a really, a, a deeply committed comedy fall. <laughs> you did? <laughs> he went right off his podium. Oh, it looked well, and it can be a long way down as well, because I used to work on The Weakest Link, and you know, it's quite, you can't really see the back of the set, mm. the step down. Mm. It's, it's in right. darkness, the, so you've wow, that's brave. Well, and we had a lot of, because it's not just a, an interesting um, slew of entertainers, but some really tall ones. Bob Mills and Frank Carson are really tall. So I was on a two stools, and Lucy, I think you were on about 36, weren't you? I, I was so high up in the air that I couldn't even... <laughs> yeah, they kept bringing new boxes for me to stand on. And then they'd be like, no, not t- no, not tall enough, not tall enough. Because Jason Byrne, I think, was next to me at one point, and he's a rangy lad. Yeah, he's a long fella. I mean, he's and he not... had a nightmare as well. He was he was a very amusing. He he uh, said uh, uh, that's in that video is me pointing out that he forgot the word egg. At one yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that was one of the answers he actually knew, and he couldn't even remember the word egg. There was some great ones. There was um, they said to him in the phonetic alphabet, the initial of which Asian country is used to represent the letter I, and his answer to that was China. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, he was in it for the laughs, let's be fair. He wasn't really there to win the quiz, whereas you and I were very much there to win the quiz. That's, but then there's, uh, someone else deserves an honourable mention there because someone else who was there to win the quiz was Ed Byrne. Yes. Which meant he, made, he made incredible pace. Me and you kept our heads down for, for a long time, we kept our powder dry, while yeah. he burnt the thing up and then went out, which I know. Was, uh, was beautiful. He is an exemplary. I mean, he's a very, very good quizzer. Mm. But I think he did. He had too much naked ambition, and people didn't. Like yeah, it. I think he was probably the third best quizzer there. On the day. <laughs> 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 oh, and are we going to? The other thing is that Phil Nickel did a naked walk of shame. Talking of naked ambition, yes, he wow. did. Can, rem- now remind me because it's not on your video. Mercifully, we don't get to see <laughs> Phil Nickel naked. Um, what I. It was just when he was eliminated. Did he just take all his clothes off? That's how I remember. Yeah, there was no justification. And then the wonderful thing, which I think even his uh, um, completely bulletproof um, pride uh, stroke, you know, comic commitment might have been shaken by, was that they said, that was great for you. Now, can we get it again for the other cameras? And he had to do his naked book of shame twice. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, you, there are moments in life where you regret making a, a sort of spur of the moment decision, and that must have been one for him. Because he yeah, went, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Chris, was Chris Ramsey on that one as well? No. No, I think that maybe. was a different one. I no. think I've done it a few times. Oh, no, that was 15 to 1. I think he 15. Oh, I haven't done that. I've done 15 to 1 as a civilian, but not as a comedian. Ooh. Um, now, which uh, you know, you are because you are a, a brilliant quizzer. So you've done fifteen to one, normal. 
Yes. Uh, you've done... What other ones have you done? Have you done any other normals? Um, uh, normals, no, I didn't think I did it well. When I was 11, I was on a thing called Crack It, which was on a show called Splat, which was the last TVAM show before Wackaday with Timmy Mallet. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, we'll have to look that yeah. one up. Crack Yeah, it. that's online as well, if you want to look <gasps> it up. It's in there somewhere. Could I dig that footage out? Oh, I love it, because yes. we are going to do a little feature on mini quizzes within other shows, because I think there were some brilliant ones of those, so I might pick yeah, your there's brains. Yeah, there's been some really great ones, hasn't there? Those list, or also local radio ones. That's the other one that um, you might be good. Well, for. I was going to say it's not local radio; it's comedians' radio. But I did one of the quizzes. I did. I was really proud of my uh, performance in was uh, Vicky Stone's one, where you have to name as many motorway services as you can think of. <laughs> That's such a great comedians' quiz. <laughs> That's isn't a it? comedians' quiz, isn't it? Yeah. 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 T Bay, of course, being the winning answer. It's almost like Mornington Crescent. The minute anyone yeah, says T Bay, you all just sort of go, "Oh, yeah." Oh, They've got brilliant specifics as well. Like you can't say Leicester because you know that's not. Services, no, Leicester Forest Leicester East. Forest. Yeah, yeah Leicester there you go, you're there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'd clean up on that one. But um, now, something we need to mention about the Weakest Link uh, celebrity special, which you won and I didn't, um, is that actually the thing about having a quizzing nemesis is as much as I loathe you from the very depths of my soul for beating There you moments, go, now you're doing the nemesis thing, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I will never forgive you, but I. You're a good nemesis because I am impressed by you because on that episode of The Weakest Link, who didn't get a single question wrong? Rob Deering. Oh. That's me. She said it, and even Anne, even Anne, with her frosty demeanour, looked impressed when she said we should just say that Rob Deering did not answer a single question. She sort of slightly raised one eyebrow. She attempted to raise an eyebrow. She did. (laughs) She did. We didn't really see her, did we? Because I I did another thing with her, and she was nice. But um, well, I thought that that was part of it. I've said to people since. I think that part of it is that I think she worked quite hard to be mean. Yeah. Because I think that um, she's kind of hiding her. The, the reason she's hiding is not because she doesn't want anything to do with us, but because she doesn't want to have too much of a laugh with us because yeah. it would ruin the relationship. We're too hard to break, to break character and go back into character. She did exactly. She and did it felt like we hide away we, from the the crew and everything. She didn't really interact with any of us at all. But I think it must have just been exhausting to be that cruel all the time. Yeah, and, yeah. and she goes also, away with like weeps probably in between yeah. shows. Oh, but they're also <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she had to go into that pod, you know, that kind of black pod with the teeth where they put her Darth Vader outfit on and off again yeah. like an Empire Strikes Back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we as from Nemesis to uh, Quiz Colleague we then did uh, Pointless together didn't we Rob? Yeah we did we did do that and um, I mean you know I don't like to say you let me down <laughs> I did let you down, but it was uh, the circumstances were against us, and they really were against they me. They were, they were. I don't, I don't really. So it was a three-letter word. Oh no, it was a sorry, a letter, a word ending in the three letters G L E. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we were unlucky in the first round because Rachel Johnson basically copied my answer, which was finagle, and she said invagle, which actually oh, scored lower. And then this is, I've actually mentioned this already on this podcast, so sorry to the regular listeners, but you know when you just can't let something go, and yeah. Rachel Johnson, she could be my other quiz nemesis. And then what did you, you chose what I thought was a very good answer, Rob. What was it? Yeah, I, I, I had one. I had, uh, I, can't remember what it, I can't remember what ones I had, but I changed my answer, which is bad technique. Mm, I had yeah. one t- up, yeah. which would have done, which would have scored low, but all right. And then I changed it. I think, did I change it to bugle? I think you changed it to bugle. I think you oh. were going to say like pentangle or something, which would have. Yeah, I was going to do a shape. That's right. Yeah. And then I went to, I thought that the vowel sound of you would throw people off. 
So I went to Bugle, and then that, and that only scored. To be fair to me, I only scored about eleven. Mm. Mm. It was but just between me and you, we were up to, we up to about fifteen, and everyone else had done great. And we were home. We were we were on the bus home. I know, on the bus, I'm after oh, one. But still, I mean, even though we've got a lot of bad blood between us, Rob, <laughs> would you be prepared <laughs> to quiz with me again? Yes, would. And also, you mentioned Mastermind. Oh, gosh, what happened on Mastermind? Were we on Mastermind? Well, the nice thing about Mastermind, there's a real sense of detente there because we may never know because me and you had different amounts of time on Mastermind. Oh, yeah, Richard Herring's oh. brought this up as well, that he's quite bitter that they changed the rules yes. after yeah. I'd won. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not bitter, I'm happy. Um, you won, But you won with a huge score, didn't you? What was your score on Mastermind? I can't remember, but it was one more than Mark Watson, which... Uh, <laughs> That's all that counts. Which is all that matters. Yeah, I think it was in the 30s. I think you might have got 35, is that accurate? Mate, that yeah, it's not possible like it's to get that anymore. No. Uh, yeah, and I got yeah, and I got twenty-seven, but I had less time. So, well, the nice thing is that you, you know it's completely moot as far as nemesisery goes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, I think we've we've ended this conversation on a happy note that we are we are reconciled that we've worked through our issues. Yes. That's nice. Thank you so Until much. Until the Rob. next time. Until the next time. Yeah. Exactly. I'm still putting my uh, pins in my wax uh, effigy of Rob Deering. But uh, I will look forward to quizzing with you again soon, Rob. Thank you so much for talking to us. It's been my absolute pleasure. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Right, so it is now time for our listener quiz. Listener quiz. Listener quiz. And on the subject of... We'll get ready to write in a jingle one day. (laughs) Listener quiz. Um, It's the listener quiz. I don't know. Anyway, it's the listener quiz. And this week it is from Wayne Clark. In Manchester. He's a quizzer. He's a good old quizzer and he's from Manchester. And Wayne um, has a subject... That he dreads getting oh, in a quiz, as do nemes- we all. Nem- nem- nemesis. So for you, it's Formula One. For yep. me, it's anything about sport, really. Uh, and for Wayne, the subject is well. I think maybe producer Amanda is going to tell us. Hello. Yes. So Wayne actually sent in a few. He's got a few 
things that he dreads coming up. Uh-huh. So we'll probably revisit them in later episodes, oh, I would have thought. Thanks for that, Wayne. But the one I've selected today is the Bible. Oh, Wayne yeah. dreads anything. He's always worried that it's going to come up. There's a lot of books in that old Bible. There's, There's a, a lot, lot going on. Of books. There's a lot to dread. There is a lot to dread. And also, yeah, that just general sense that you've done something wrong. You see, yeah. as a lapsed Catholic, <laughs> I just feel anytime the Bible's mentioned, I just go just red with guilt. flick through any page and stick your finger in and it probably points to a sin yeah, that you've committed I've done in the that recent past. Today, probably. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as recently as in the last five minutes. Do you feel kind of confident? Do you know you're... I mean, I did spend a lot of time around nuns when I was a kid, so I'm hoping okay. that might pay off. I'm quite familiar with um, the story of Joseph. Uh, <laughs> are you? How did you get so familiar with that? By Bible the study? <laughs> yeah. If it's been in a musical, yes. I'm probably all right with it. Well, if we I can, can name it. all of Joseph's brothers. Yes, yes, yes. In yes, order. Yes. <laughs> but not in the Bible. Well, let's find out, shall we? Question number one. Which is the longest book in the Bible? Oh. Are you going to buzz in with your names? I mean, there's no point, is there? <laughs> Let's just keep um, guessing. Uh, the longest book in the Bible. I'll go for Genesis. No, Lucy. Do you want Exodus. To... Let's just go through the Leviticus. <laughs> Numbers, Kings, Romans, God. Letters of St. Paul to the Corinthians, Acts of the Apostles, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Psalms. Revelation. Yes, Jenny. Oh, what? Psalms. Yes, well Psalms, done. It was Psalms. Um, oh. Question number two Which two books in the Bible are named after women? Esther, Ruth, mm-hmm. and Ruth. Yeah, so you can share, share that one. Well done. Can you name the four Gospels? Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. Sure thing. Not too fast. <laughs> well, that, very fast buzzer John, Paul, there. George and Ringo. I mean, you know, that's all, the, <laughs> all the alternatives. So I think you're just ahead there, Lucy, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe Catholicism would welcome me back maybe after it all. Would. I doubt if it. If you're listening to this, Pope. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to see if we've got any listeners in Vatican City, actually. Yeah, do. Check yeah, I'll, I'll have a look check at that. that. Maybe that librarian from Going for Gold is <laughs> still listening. Yeah, maybe he's got the if he's got the ear of the Pope, the woke Pope. <laughs> <laughs> so, which of Paul's letters or epistles comes first in the Bible? Oh, two. Romans. Yes. You level, Pagan. This is the tiebreaker, essentially. This is question number five. Mm-hmm. Which of the apostles of Jesus has three letters included in the Bible? Simon. No. Peter, Paul, Mary, Joseph. You'll, you'll get it. <laughs> if you just keep saying names, you will get um, it. Uh, t- t- Timothy, uh, Tom, <laughs> Judas. The, uh, oh, my God. You're probably missing. Paul. No, is it, is it the other? Peter. Keep going. Saint Luke. Uh, Thomas. No. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, John, yes. John, well John. <laughs> Lucy, you want you are officially the best at the Bible. I mean, it so. wasn't. It was a it was a scrubby win, wasn't it? I think, to be honest, actually, like, Wayne, it was a good quiz. But you dialed that in a bit, didn't we? You've established that it's also our nemesis. Yeah. The Bible is something that I should be reading up on a lot more. So it's a yeah, good story. It. It's a great story, and there's some cracking bits of sin in it. If you love sin. I've got I've got the I've got a book um which it's it's semi academic and it posits that the first I think five books of the Bible were written as a bit of a joke by a woman. Oh really? So it, it's kind of allegorical but it's not meant to be taken seriously and there are actually little bits of humour in there. It's called the Book of Jay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. that's that's why it's so weird and there's such weird moments like how old people get to be and it's like obviously it's not real. Uh... And then everyone went Obviously, this is super real. <laughs> yeah. So people did live to be a million and twelve. Yeah. 
Hello. Now, this episode of Fingers on Buzzers is all about our quiz nemesises. Nemesis. And on the line, I believe, Jenny, we have your ultimate nemesis. Oh, no. Do we have Basil Brush <gasps> on the line? Are you there, Basil? How are you? Hello. Oh, Basil, thank you so much for joining us. Now, Basil, I sadly have not met you, but Jenny has faced you on the chase. And yes, she has. Now, remind me what happened on that episode of The Chase. Did you well, win? <laughs> well, there I was, uh, as nervous as anything. I'd been to the toilet about four times, <laughs> and I realised I was going to be facing the vixen. Yes. And what they do with you on The Chase is you are down below and you look up to mm. this incredible ne- person at the top there that you've got to take on. So I was extremely nervous. But I thought to myself, Jenny's going to know all the answers. So it's up to me what I do. So I've got to get everything right that I can. Yes. And otherwise, but she won't catch me. Yes. So I was doing quite well. But then I got a question wrong, which I should have got right. Mm. And then I started getting a little bit nervous. And I could hardly understand the questions. Oh. But I just kept trying to focus because Jenny was so calm and at the end of that round she didn't catch me so was I daft as a brash or cunning as a fox (laughs) (laughs) who knows you outfoxed the vixen I outfoxed the vixen but you know I mean I've got to say Miss Jenny is far cleverer than I ever could be but for that particular quiz if I got all my questions right she would never get me exactly yes right so I can stay ahead of her now thank goodness we had Charlie Hickson in the final part of the game because he answered everything right and I didn't even reach my buzzer. Oh, no, 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 no. Now, may I? Ju- I'm going to talk you through your performance, Basil, because it was oh. brilliant, right? Oh, thank so you so very much. You did an excellent uh, first uh, cash builder. So then when you faced the Vixen, there yes. was only one question which tripped you up, which was what score in golf is a uh, snowman? Which in I, hindsight, you know, we know the answer is... We know that it is eight. Yes. But of course, you see, there I was on the day. It, it, you know, there's an awful lot of pressure. Yes. And that would be... I play a lot of golf. I play, I've got a little handicap of five, you know. <laughs> and there I was on the day and I didn't see it. I'd never heard the expression before. No. But I didn't really... I should have looked at the answers you have your three answers and as they say on the chase you can work it out Jenny worked it out you see the number eight and of course it's a snowman well it's easy in hindsight though Basil but don't beat yourself up because we've all been there in the heat of the moment I've been on the chase as well and it is it's a very intimidating environment as you say but then you see in the final chase you say that Charlie Higson you know I mean he did let's be honest he did do most of the heavy lifting (laughs) he He did did. he did most of Jenny actually said that I looked pretty which was rather nice (laughs) you did your little twitching tail was an absolute highlight for me. You were perky. (laughs) It was very perky only because I was sitting next to Sam Quicks and spent a couple of minutes sitting on her knee. That's why it's quirky. She is lovely. And well, she was very good. And but you actually saved the final chase, I would say, because the question came up, how many crotchets make a minim? And Jenny, I think, said four. And then it was thrown back. She was pushed back. And then you, Basil Brush, Came up with the correct answer. Eventually, I I repeated what Jenny had said, and people said, Jenny's just said that. I went, oh, yes, she has. (laughs) Uh, Again, that's the brain not thinking. Because it's funny, you know, when you're in that that environment, it's so daunting and intimidating. People can ask you what your name is, and you won't know what it is. And once your brain goes to mush, even the quizzes say this, you can't think properly. The brain has got to just let itself go. I said to myself, Bezel, empty your mind it didn't take long and, 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 and I did that 
and 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 I was rather pleased. I was thrilled to have been on the chase against Jane. I mean, I've I've been on things like uh, the Weakest Link. I've done all right on that. I won the final of that. But but I don't get questions right, and still seem to get through. And I don't quite know well, how I work that. Well, there was a lovely moment. I saw on YouTube there was a lovely moment of you on the Weakest Link, and the question yeah. was, which ballet by Tchaikovsky tells the story of a princess who is woken from a sleep of a hundred years by the kiss of a prince? And, of course, the correct answer is Sleeping Beauty, but I preferred your answer, Basil. What did I say? You said the Nutcracker. I did. (laughs) (laughs) But they also, the very first question they had, Basil Brush, um, Jack Spratt ate no what? Well, I didn't know, so I said soup. (laughs) No, everybody started laughing at this, and as I went through all the rounds, I didn't get any questions right, I don't think, and me and Biggins were looking at each other, and I think everybody thought, get get Basil in the final, because he won't get it right. Mm. So we dumped H in the (laughs) semi-finals, and then... I was just so fortunate in the final, Biggins, he said he lost it, he couldn't think. And I got a question right. They had one question <laughs> that I could get right and, and one the weakest link. And that was all it took. Well, that's fine. So you are actually Christopher Biggins' quiz nemesis as well His as Jenny. nemesis as well as, well as Jenny. I think Jen, I'm not sure whether Jenny has nightmares about me or fantasies because <laughs> we did get on extremely well in our pantomime at, uh, that followed the chase. We didn't know... At the time that we were going to be in Pento no, together, they oh. wouldn't have allowed that. No. But we got into pantomime together and we got an extremely well, but I made sure everyone in the audience knew that I beat her. Good. <laughs> Every single show. Any time that I beat Jenny on a quiz, I don't let it lie for a long time. It's a nice feeling, isn't it? So do you have a quiz nemesis? Is there anyone who's who's been rotten to you or anyone or anyone you'd like to face in a quiz, Basil? Well, I'd like to face Jenny again. I think she'd like a rematch. Oh, yes. And I think the two foxes together. I think that would be a jolly splendid thing that we should do. Yes. Um, I've got to say, Anne Robinson was actually, we were two gingers together. She was actually <laughs> very nice to me on The Weakest Thing. She wasn't, she wasn't horrible at all, in fact. Oh, you got away with it. Oh, That's great. I got away with murder. We both have the same makeup artist. We were both the same shade of orange. Um, <laughs> so it was perfect. Well, clearly, that's the knack is to, you know, be similar to Anne. That's the thing. Is I think some... so. I mean, I have been asked to go, I've, in fact, I've been the first contested celebrity ever to be asked back on The Weakest Link but unfortunately I wasn't able to make the last batch of filming Uh so we are going to try and sneak me in later in the year and I'm rather hoping that it would be Miss Jenny that I would face. I think she, I think Jenny, you would love to give it a go again. Oh, absolutely! You? I'll get you this time. Well, and you, you know, you, you're a great quizzer and great entertainment. I have to say, the uh, the sight of you and Bradley duetting on "Sending the Clowns." <sighs> well, tears now this is what. You see, my background is music. I, years and years ago, I always used to follow musical theatre. And and I just thought to myself, anything could come up with musical theatre, but what they came up with was quite obscure. You know, it's a little night music. It was yes. now, soon, later, so it wasn't a hit from yeah. a little night. You really would have to know your onions and, and your musical theatre, your Phantom of the Opera from Les Miserables. You would have to know that. <laughs> you did. So when that came up, I almost leapt with excitement to give out the biggest boom boom knowing that I knew the answer <laughs> I saw the tail twitching I knew it did. That you I was nearly going to go I know this I knew this <laughs> and I had to be so calm because I knew that getting that right I'd got through to the final oh. beating Jenny well it was so a that was a lovely moment. moment I enjoyed it not just because I'm a huge fan of yours but also because oh. I always love to see Jenny <laughs> get beaten so thank you for that you thank are you very for being the quiz you are nemesis so kind. well I'm hoping that perhaps if Jenny's up at Edinburgh later in the year yes. I'm appearing at the Edinburgh Festival <gasps> and I'm doing Lovely. a sort of a grown up show <gasps> oh, at fantastic. the underbelly 
at uh, 6.45. And if she's up there, I would like to get her on oh, the programme. Yes. And perhaps we'll do a little bit of a rematch oh, my at that moment. Oh, my goodness. You can quiz and you can sing because she can sing too. So this would be well, amazing. Well, I know she can sing. She's quite a movie, you know. I know. Well, I cannot wait. Right. Well, we'll all come and see you in Edinburgh. And then oh, we yes. look forward to the rematch, hopefully, at some point on the chase. Thank you so Thank much, you much, Basil. Boom, Rush. boom, Jenny. Boom, boom, Basil. Boom, boom. So there we are, the end of another episode, Jim. God, we, we got a bit dark. It was very, <laughs> we, we were reaching inside ourselves and, and reliving some of our worst moments there. Yeah, reaching inside yourself like Basil Brush. It's uh, <laughs> kind of reaches inside him. No, someone else reaches That's... inside him. I, anyway, it was lovely to speak to Basil Brush, even though I know it might have been slightly painful for you yeah, to remember. I have to wipe a little tear from my eye. Some of those, uh, yeah. oh dear, shocking, shocking defeat. Anyway, I won't dwell. Uh, and for me, of course, talking to Rob Deering, who still remains my quizzing nemesis. That's one. open wounds. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll come back to it. But thank you very much to Wayne for also showing us how little we knew about the Bible. So yeah. that's great. That's made us all feel a bit less secure <laughs> next time we go into a quiz. But you know. overall, a quite a quite a depressing episode. <laughs> all in all, it's fine. But uh, guys, if you want to make us feel better, why don't you share with us your quiz subjects that you hate or people who've wronged you? Yeah. Give Give us some... We will go around their houses. Quizzing sob is. stories. Yeah. We'll go, yeah. I'll sort some people out for you. I don't yeah. mind. Five foot tall but deadly. Thank you very much for listening. That was another Fingers on Buzzers. See you next time. Like this. Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Porter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin McLeod and Justin Edwards. Email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers. Thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers. 